Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Business Rules is a show that uh, looks through the eyes of our special guests. My goal each week is to entertain you with the bold and the brash and challenge your point of view, bringing you wildly successful people who really know what the heck they're talking about, not just because they talk it, but because they walk it. This week's guest is a guy who I've known for many years. He's actually my right hand, um, Sean Mahoney. Uh, Sean Mahoney has been uh, the new business development person and uh, master at Higher Power Marketing. And um, and that position over the years, because it's been seven plus years, has morphed into a full-on general management role. Um, and it's been huge because his work with us has has yielded just amazing and really important cultural shifts. And um, he's delivered increased sales for us and cost savings and uh, no mean feat in the direct response advertising business. Before joining the agency ranks, Sean was a client and, uh, and actually a client-side specialist. He worked with Find Your Customers, which is FYC slash WebYes, back in Austin, Texas. Sean brings over two decades of sales, media, and management expertise in the call center and advertising industries. Before WebYes, he was vice president of print media for an Austin call center, helping scale that operation from $1,000 a day to over a million dollars a month in less than a year. So, you know, you talk about um, about talking the talk, which we're going to do, um, and it all comes from walking the walk. So um, before uh, before we get any further into it, and I keep on talking all over myself, Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the kind words. My pleasure. My pleasure. It's uh, it's it's all truth in advertising, and I love uh, I love saying it. So we um, we're going to talk about today. Um, you know, the thing that we had talked about was uh, the epic truths of answering live calls in the digital age, and in the brainstorming of all of this. I mean, I think we you know we settled on at least initially. Uh, dealing with what we thought were maybe five epic truths, and uh, and we'll talk a little bit about them, and we'll probably numericalize them in a little bit. Um, but rather than diving, you know, just headfirst into the deep end, um, I want to give my listeners an opportunity to get a sense of um, of getting to know you, um, where you're from, what inspires you, and so I mean, just a just a maybe a, a quick a quick story on who's had the biggest influence in your life? Sure, sure. Uh, well, I'm a Navy brat, so I've had a unique lifestyle as a kid. I got to travel a lot. was born in Rhode Spain. Um, spent a lot of my time overseas and then stateside. Um, uh, but yeah, but when it comes to influences in life, I'd say I, it's, probably hard to take just one. I think that in different stages of my life, I've had different influences. Um, but there's a couple that stick out to me. Uh, the first would be family. 
my, my brothers as young kids, we, we lost our moms. So it was something where we've always had to kind of learn to get over big obstacles. So in that time period, uh, especially my older brother, Mike, is somebody who really had a significant impact on my life from a very young age, kind of teaching me how to be a man and also bringing me up by the bootstraps even into the business world. Um, and then after that, I'd have to tip my hat to my wife, Katie, who took a guy who probably thought he knew more than he did and kind of calmed him down. So I think those, those are probably my two biggest influences in life. Um, instead of giving you that cheesy answer of, you know, it might be this president or that person. To me, it's those people who are really, you know, in the trenches with you that have had the most influence on your life. And then, hey, in the business world, evolving our friendship and relationship has definitely had a, a huge impact on the way we feed off of each other and the way we, we learn to handle business together and, and overcome obstacles and hit goals that we have out there um, as a great team. So I'd say those are probably some of my biggest influences. You know, and I, I hear that from you um, on a day-to-day basis, and uh, and I love the consistency uh, that you bring to that. And it's something where, you know, rather than me talk about it and say, hey, and this is what he's told me in the past, it's uh, it's actually really great hearing it directly from you. Um, so for our listeners, um, it's something where, you know, we're, we're, we're di- deeply in the digital age. Um and, uh, you know, and, and we see clients on our side coming to us from, you know, from all different points of view. And many of them are, uh, are very geared toward wanting to do web-based prospect intake. Um, form fills, gosh, you know, whatever, whatever forms there are of bringing people in from an online situation as opposed to a live answer call. And, uh, and I know that for us, it's something where we've, you know, we've talked about this and, uh, you know, I think in boiling it down, we've, you know, we thought that maybe there were, you know, there were five epic truths, um, about, uh, answering calls live in the digital age. Um, let's, let's take a, let's take a look at them, maybe even numericalize them. And maybe we find that there's actually more than five. I mean, what's your take on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of benefits. I think today we live in a world where um, the offline world sometimes gets put into a bucket. It's like how you heard when TV came out, that was the death of radio. You know, when the Internet came out, that was supposed to be the death of TV. So I think that in today's world, the digital um, is definitely a great a great bucket to go to for a lot of things. But I think that there's definitely some... Uh, and hey, maybe a lot more than five, but from increased sales to customer retention, um, you know, the value of taking an inbound call, especially when it comes to the conversions, is a huge side and a huge benefit that can't be ignored, you know? I, I agree. I agree. It's something where uh, we've seen it uh, in everything that we've done, and uh, and it's something that we often coach our clients about. Um, when we uh, when we talk about um, there's a there's a, a phrase that you use a lot um, with companies that come to us and uh, they talk about um, and they ask us 
more than anything, you know, what's our take on uh, on handling inbound activity? Um, what's the uh, you know the the thing that we bring to the table on that uh, typically focuses in on humans compelling humans. Give sure. us a sense. Give us a sense of that because I think that's probably one of the, if not the primary, epic truth. Well, yeah, and, and Peter, to to our famous line, "Human compelling humans," um, it's something that you can't beat, right? At the end of the day, when you and I have interacted and and before we've did business together, with this new breakout of the, and I say new, which almost dates myself, but. I was a kid who in, in high school still used an encyclopedia, right? So you have a world that is going so digital. The online world is a great, great tool. With call centers and the offline world, the value of taking that inbound call, humans do compel humans. When it's the online world, as we've chatted with clients that have come to us from both sides, you know, with an online offering or wanting more of the digital side, some who kind of do call center but aren't really you know, too sharp at it just yet because they're, they're trying to dive into it. The value of humans compelling humans is going to give you increased sales. Today, we see most organizations all the way down to your local cable carrier trying to do upsells. These are things that a human is going to influence a human a lot better than any type of pop-up or, or online capability that you have there. At the end of the day, there's only so many times that your computer can you know, overcome an objection or thought that you may have. So whether it's you're on a site and, and you're looking at something and you're wanting to buy and the wife tells you dinner's ready or the kid's saying something or you've got to pick up and go, <laughs> yep. those values, you know, those, those things like that, you can, it's very easy to disconnect yourself when you have to away from the computer and go, oh, I got to run out the door. I got to go to pick up the kids. I've got to go out to the dinner table. Whereas, in the call center world, when you have somebody on the line, it gives you that opportunity to build rapport, to build trust, to overcome objections. And the call center environment is just that. It's there where oftentimes what we've always said is we tell it, we don't sell it, you know. And when you're online, it's sell, sell, sell. You're also reaching a very limited audience, folks who are searching or who know exactly what they want. So the, the value any day of the week, I'd rather somebody be picking up the phone and, and dialing in, just expressing interest and being able to sell them something or offer them a service or interact with them and build that rapport. Um, not to minimize the online world. It's something where in today's world, you really have to have your, your, your hands in every basket, you know? And um, I just think it's sometimes it's overlooked what the, the call center world can really bring to the table. And I also think most folks in today's world don't actually see or realize how many big businesses use a call center for these very reasons, because it gives them a real big pulse of, of how to interact with the consumer and how to increase conversions. And most importantly, those increased conversions is how to retain those customers. It's a lot easier for a consumer to cancel something online versus talking to somebody who's going to repaint the dream for them or make sure they're utilizing the product or service or whatever it may be the right way. So in my book, there's always a strong, strong value from 
everything from increased sales, conversions, getting to know your consumer, your your demographic, when you're able to interact with them one to one. And I definitely, and I, I definitely get that sense. And I think that there's uh, there's a depth there um, that comes from. Uh, the answering of a live call on some level. And I think that, um, you know, the, the, the words that come to my mind on this is, um, so on an inbound form, there's an element of um, lead processing. Whereas when there's a live call being answered, there's an element because of that human contact, there's there's automatically some element of nurturing. And and what I want to do is um, we're going to take a break here. We're, we're going to give everybody who's listening a chance to get up, stretch their legs, and maybe grab a cup of coffee. I think I'm probably going to do the same. But when we come back from the break, then what we're going to do is I think, I think I'd like us to talk a little bit about the difference between, you know, that inbound form fill and the process that happens there versus the process of what happens when a call is answered live inbound. We'll be back in two minutes. You come back and hear what we have to say. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest today, Sean Mahoney, 
general manager, stud, new business development master of higher power marketing. Hey, wait, that's my company. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've, got, I've got my guy on my line and on my show. And it's, you know what, there's, there's no better guest. It's, uh, it's great to have you here, Sean, continuing with what we were talking about before the break, which is kind of the difference between the online, um, the form fill lead processing or the, you know, the prospect intake mode versus answering a live call and that nurturing process. Paint a picture for, uh, for some of our listeners of what happens in each environment and, um, and then Let's kind of go back and forth on on the downside, the upside, the benefits and the downsides for, for each or, or either of them. Go ahead. Sure, sure. I'm sure some of the online guys will kill me for this for probably oversimplifying it. But when we're, when we're looking at online form fills, it's pretty simple, right? You may go to a site where they're asking for just a couple fields of information, your first name, last name, address, phone number, that's time to contact you back, right? Because remember, in the end, the goal here is to get them on the phone, right? So it's a it's a simple it's a simple uh, prospecting, uh, filling out these basic fields of information, and it's also simple in the fact that it's really not personal at all. There's not much interaction, as opposed to when an inbound call comes into a call center. Um, the benefits there are, are king, you know, the ability to chat with somebody one-to-one. Um, and people sometimes, you know, in today's day and age can very easily not feel comfortable giving out certain information to a computer. We hear about big hacks at targets and, you know, banks and everywhere else where when you're on the phone with a consumer who you know has expressed interest, we always used to tell our guys half the sales already done for you. The interest is there. They're calling you. There's the impulse. There's the desire. You're striking why the iron is hot. So it's a lot easier in that aspect to be able to interact with them and go through the flow, you know, to be able to take somebody down, explain what they're, they're, they're answer the questions, explain what they're calling in for, to be able to easily capture their name, their address, their phone number, their email, and to really be able to also learn what some of their questions are so you can make it a, a better uniformed experience with even your call center reps. So the more you get to learn your demo and having a call center, the quicker you can make adjustments, the easier it is for you to, you know, bring them through that path of baby steps and, and being able to paint the picture for them where the goals of conversions, upsells, customer retention, everything is just a lot easier met that way. So what's the what's the number one reason then, if there are all of these opportunities, um, and and so much more power in the answering of a live call? What are the primary reasons um, clients choose the online form fill? Well, I mean, you and I can can both attest to how many folks that come to us that really think things are a lot more difficult than they can be. The other problem comes in today is folks just think they have to be online, online, online. So I would say a couple, a couple of those roadblocks or obstacles that people think that are out there, um, and they don't just jump to it. It could be a couple simple things, but big things. A, there's a workforce and a workforce cost, right? Oh, they- um, 
That's a four-letter so, word, cost. Exactly, right? Well, that's the economics of it, right? So if folks look at things as we see all the time, where they're looking at gross numbers but not looking at real numbers. So I think the, the, the unknown is probably the best way to describe what's, I don't want to say scares, but drives folks down a form fill or an online interaction as opposed to, to taking them down into a live interaction. And don't get me wrong. I don't think it should be one versus the other. I think that they are both there to complement each other. But that biggest roadblock for most is probably the unknown. It's when we've had clients that reach out to us and say, hey, we're online guys, but we don't know anything about the call center world. Who would you recommend? Remember, we're not guys with a vested interest in, in, in pushing out the call center world. It's just it's a factual thing. Humans compel humans. Right. So our biggest answer to most folks is, is grab somebody locally in, in your offices. Get two guys, four guys. And, and start it yourself where you can have your thumb on the pulse of the business, where you're able to, to write a script, try out new rebuttals, all these different things, um, and at a very limited cost. But I'd say that the biggest obstacle to most is, is just the unknown of it and also keeping up with the Joneses. But at the end of the day, form fills, online advertising, all these things are great, but they should all be a compliment. In today's age, you have millennials and you have baby boomers and you have everybody in between, right? So yeah. the biggest thing is not neglecting any market. You know, a lot of folks don't feel comfortable putting a credit card number or personal information, typing it in and putting it on a screen and hitting send, you know? So you, you have to be able to, to get in front of the audience the way that, they digest in the way they see it. For millennials, it could be be an online interaction, but then pushing them to maybe a click to call instead of form fill. Because I can tell you as a call center guy who grew up with a headset on, you know, my brother started a call center when I was 14. So it's literally a world outside <laughs> of a paper route, the world that I grew up in. And sure. so I might be somewhat biased because of that. Um, but I can tell you, that from client to client, from offer to offer, anytime we've, we've put our hands into something and brought somebody over into the unknown, you and I have always heard nothing but praise about it because it's a missing element, you know? For those online folks who don't have the call center world or an inbound call opportunity there, it's something they should definitely pursue. Just like the offline guys who say, oh, hey, that online stuff, it's, it's too much for me to figure out, you know, each are a compliment to each other. But I'd say that biggest obstacle for, for most small business owners or folks looking to in, increase revenue is, is the unknown. I think that they may sometimes think that there's a higher cost to it. And it's when you hear agencies or companies out there that do cost cutting exercises, the way you and I look at things is, at the end of the day, it really depends on the ROI because what may look like a cost-cutting exercise, even outsourcing a call center to a different country for those economical savings, at the end of the day, could really end up being a revenue-cutting exercise. So, yeah. I mean, there's a big value. <laughs> sales, sales prevention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, but, hey, listen, the call center world is something where 
humans will, you'll hear me say it a million times, humans will always compel humans. And there's only so much interaction you can have online as opposed to chatting with somebody who can answer your questions, who can, who can build a rapport and trust with you and, and answer those objections and, and do it all with a smile on the face. But the reality is they're there to tell it and not sell it. And there's only so much you can do online. You know, one of the things that um, that rings true with me is that fear of the unknown. And, uh, and you know, what, what I've heard from clients over the years, and you and I have had conversations about this, that the tip of the iceberg on that fear of the unknown is that word cost. They, they literally, I mean, you know, they've, they've got... Word. Yeah, they've got their form fill, and and they think it's doing a credible job for them. They understand because they've, they've already lived whatever the online conversion ratios are. So, you know, that's an area they're comfortable with. When we begin to introduce to them the concept sometimes of, of live answered calls, inbound calls, um, not that we get to see a lot of our clients in person, at least in, in, in initial conversations and meetings like that. But, you know, there are times where I'm certain that they they confuse price and cost. And so what they end up doing is they talk themselves out of uh, the possible live inbound call center because they think it's going to cost too much. But what they're really, uh, what they're really saying, and we've uncovered this before, is that they're not sure that they want to invest the money on the front side because they're afraid they're not going to get the ROI on the back side. And so, you know, it's really, it's really something where they take a point of view of, you know what, the entry fee for that is too high. And my experience is that I'm, I'm able to convert at, you know, 1.3% of all of the form fills, and that's 10 times higher than everybody else in my, in my vertical. So I feel really good about myself. And then we say and hear from them uh, that, uh, uh, that they are, um, they're going to be surprised and decidedly so, happily so, with the conversions they're able to get and going to get uh, from from the live answered call where it's something where, you know, we see conversions in the 20% and, you know, and, and, and you begin doing the math and, you know, and then maybe there's something where, and we've seen this happen where, you know, a call center is enlisted. Um, and so that fear of, uh, that fear of failure, that fear of uh, the unknown, that fear of cost kind of ebbs away and uh, and gives us uh, gives us a chance to actually help out and do for them what they what they may be scared to do on their own. You know, we're coming up um, against our next break here, and um, and you know it's something where um, Sean and I collaborate a lot on uh, on everything that we do in the business, and he referred to that as the teamwork that we have together. And uh, some of the things that uh, that I learned from him, I actually put. Uh, in my blog, and uh, and and the blog work you'll find, um, you can read about me and the stuff that uh, that Sean and I talk about uh, privately, offline, and together is at uh, www.hpowermarketing.com. 
com slash blog. Very easy to remember, and I invite you to take a look at it. We'll be back in two minutes after this short break and more about the five epic truths of Lance answering live calls. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800 300 That's 800-300-9124. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest today, Sean Mahoney, the man, the machine. The new business development manager, general manager of Higher Power Marketing, my, my colleague, my compadre, my brother, my right hand. And uh, we've been talking about the five epic truths of answering live calls. Um, no, not here on, on the radio show, but um, from a call center perspective, because we deal with clients who are always looking for new customers, new clients. They're, uh, you know, they're into, uh, into lead gen, lead development, uh, branded lead, lead development and lead gen. And uh, one of the things that we were talking about, and Sean had mentioned uh, before the break, was that uh, that you know the companies um, shouldn't look at at these as mutually exclusive paths. So it's not something where someone needs to look at and think, you know, I need to be doing digital. I need to be doing online. I need to have form fills. That needs to be the path I go. Um, I can't afford to have live agents. Um, I can't afford to sub it out. And by the same token, we shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't be pressing the idea uh, that, you know, you have to have a call center, you have to have live agents, you have to do this because humans compel humans and everything else is really just kind of pond scum because that's not true either. Um, so 
Sean and I are going to go back and forth a little bit and share a little bit about our experience of some of the do's and don'ts of live call center, uh, answering live calls, and some of the things that we found in our experience with our clients. So I'm going to give I'm going to give the ball you to you, Sean, and tell us a little bit about some of the do's and don'ts that you've experienced um, and and got just expertise at in terms of. Uh, call center setups and training and scripting, all the stuff that makes makes a call center uh, either compelling or failing. Give us give us some insight on that. Yeah, you know, hey, I mean, there's tons of do's and don'ts in, in every industry in the call center world. For the folks who aren't in, who are just online, like we said, it's not one versus the other. But do's with call centers is, is the first thing is do it, right? A lot of folks who think the unknown or the cost or the economics or what they're afraid of, um, you don't have to go out there and outsource it. You don't have to go out there and find a third-party call center. The best way to learn the do's and don'ts is to roll up your sleeve and get in the trenches. And you've heard me say this to clients before, and we referenced it before. Whether it's yourself or, or having you know one or two agents that work for you who know the product, who know the service, you know, that's the best way to get over the unknowns because for every author, for every call center, there's going to be many do's and don'ts. The biggest thing is don't just rush in, right? We always, we always preach baby steps to folks, you know, fools rush in. I'd rather crawl, walk, run. Um, so number one, don't be afraid of the unknown. Number two, do go out there and roll up your sleeves and get in the trenches. You know, with our call centers, we started with four seats at the first call center that my brother started and drew it to between Santa Barbara, California, and Houston, Texas, to thousands of seats. And the one main thing that I would say about dues is you do want to have a uniformed approach. You can't have agents that are saying one thing, sitting next to another agent who's preaching or selling or telling a whole different thing. It's about having a script that's tried and tested that has objections, rebuttals, everything, where the agents are known and trained on how to interact with the consumer. Same way in our world, we always preach that we weren't here to sell it, but tell it. It was what we called the DMV approach, right? We weren't here to make you buy something or force something down your throat. The reality is we wanted to interact with the consumers because we knew not only do humans compel humans, but people feel a lot more comfortable when they're able to, to interact and be put at ease with things. So do have a uniform process. Do work with folks that have the ability to learn and can even handle rejection. I think that's another one of those big things is folks are really afraid to to put the offer in front of the consumer to the point where things can be questioned. And the online world's a beautiful world. You know what I mean? You're able to have a limited cost, that four-letter word, um, you have a limited cost, and those conversions can be a lot lower than what you'd want out of a call center. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like we referenced before. It's something where you should have your 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 hands in both baskets. So from a uh, from a from a do's and don't perspective, it sounds like um, 
it sounds like infrastructure and planning is critical to uh, to the success of live answering calls. That it's not just something where you know you've you've got an employee or two in house and. And you basically just say, hey, you know, the radio is starting on Monday, so you guys need to answer calls. <laughs> it sounds like well, yeah. um, <laughs> I, well, I you know, know it sounds pretty been, elementary, but. <laughs> from the call center world, we've always been guys where everything that we've done, we've beta tested first. It goes back to that. Sure, infrastructure is great, all these keywords. The most important thing is. is A, like Jerry Maguire, you got to take the risk. You got to put it out there, right? And that is not being afraid of the unknown and jumping in. But before that first call is answered, we, in the call center world, anytime we wrote a new script, we'd do role playing. We would go back and forth. But at the end of the day, even with new hires, before we would take them through a full training process, we'd throw them on the phones. Kind of like how a lot of us kids learned to swim back in the day where you got thrown in the pool or lake. It was sink <laughs> or swim, right? Yeah. And because there's only, there's only so much that I can tell you about what a consumer might ask about or what they might object to or something that, uh, you know, comes completely out of left field. There's, there's only a certain way to, to be able to train a call center rep with, and it, with it being effective. And the best way to do that is what we always found is we'd throw them all right on the phone, take a couple calls. That way when you come back in to a training session and I say to you, if somebody said, well, hey, I don't feel comfortable giving out my credit card number over the phone. If you've never heard that before, I could tell you a million ways to answer it. And it's as simple as it might sound, but it won't resonate. Whereas now it can naturally flow. Ma'am, sir, I totally understand. I wouldn't feel comfortable giving out my credit card number over the phone either if somebody called me home soliciting. But you've reached out to us. We're a A-plus rated company with a better business bureau, you know, whatever else it may be. Because from there, you have the opportunity to, to know what to do. So do jump in, you know. But when it comes to the call center, the infrastructure is important. Not only that, but a culture is important, you know. Call centers can sometimes have that, that telemarketing type name. Um, but that's the key thing in the inbound world. We're not telemarketers. You know, any big company you can think of, whether it be a big tech company or your credit card company, call centers are attached to a lot of different businesses. Um, so it's, it's really just culture. It's about having what your, what your consumer facing being something that's tested. You know, you don't want to be on the phones with an agent that sounds like this, that's very monotone. You need to know uptones, downtones. Delivering a script should be like a roller coaster ride, ups and downs. So, I mean, there's so many do's and don'ts. It really just looks at the angle of, uh, of what angle we're looking at it from a call center rep's perspective and a call center for the business. But overall, it's got a lot of benefits, and the unknowns shouldn't scare folks off. And that, you know what, that's, that's such a key approach is not, not letting yourself stand on ceremony of fear, but literally, as you said, one of the do's, you know, get in there, dive in, take, take a call, get the experience. I know for me personally, every single thing that I've done in life, when I've been afraid of it, all of that fear has always been on the front end, absent 
any experience. But the moment I have experience with it, the fear, it's, it is the, it's the most bizarre thing. The fear evaporates. It's gone because I'm literally in the middle of it and I'm kind of grooving on it. I mean, I, I worked in a call center, okay, 40 years ago. <laughs> I was 17 years old and, and I didn't work there long, but it wasn't because I didn't want to. It's just because there were different changing circumstances. But it was one of these things where I remembered my first Sunday morning shift. I was scared out of my pants. And I had a script and they gave me everything I needed. And it was just one of these things where it, I mean, my first couple of calls were just disasters. But I began to realize it's like, you know what? There's nobody on the other end except another person. And this person person is just like me. And I don't have anything to uh, anything to fear over. And to what you were saying about the preparation, um, you know, kudos to the call center that I was at. They were they were prepared, boy, literally A to Z, and the training that they that they offered uh, was great A to Z, and they did exactly what you said, which was you know they let us take a few calls, they pulled us off into groups, and we had like a group of ten, and they they basically coached us from there, and I think that's a huge lesson for what uh, for what people who are listening to the show who might be doing just the online thing and are hearing from us and understanding it's like wow you know what maybe there isn't anything to be scared of um, with taking calls live. Maybe there, are some, maybe there are some things that we can do internally to kind of shift this. And when we come back after this break, we're going to talk a little bit more about some war stories and, uh, and some, some real, real life examples of, of things that we've had um, from both uh, working with clients who have had success in online ingestion of leads as well as live answered calls. We'll be back in two minutes and hope you're here to join us. Build a better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein, where we take on the world one client at a time. Well, one caller at a time, one listener at a time. Today's topic is the five epic truths of answering calls live, inbound live calls. My guest, uh, my general manager and brother, Sean Mahoney. He's, uh, he's been with, uh, with me for, for a long time, uh, seven plus years, maybe eight plus years. I have to go check the calendar. Um, it's, been, it's been just tremendous, wonderful, interactive team experience together. And, um, and what we've been talking about is um, the variations of ingesting and processing and nurturing leads uh, from online forms and uh, and recontacting people to uh, answering live calls inbound uh, from a call center, whether it's your employees because you know you've got a company that needs to answer calls uh, really uh, really strongly and intelligently, and something that you know employees will do a better job of that to outsourcing. Um, and you know this last segment, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the successes and uh, simplicities and complexities of each of the different types of doing this. So we had a client, um, a, a work at home client, and their entire uh, their entire presence is online, but they advertise on the radio and TV. And so everything that they do on the radio and TV sends people to an online form and has them fill it out. And, um, and they, their promise to me in the process, because I was very skeptical at the outset of this relationship, that they were going to actually be successful in this. I was actually scared that I was going to be taking their money. And they were going to fail because they didn't have any kind of a system to contact people who led these forms in, filled out the forms, completed them, hit submit. And, uh, and to my surprise, they had such a sophisticated system uh, that they were able to ingest the leads. They took the form fills and they literally had what they referred to as a carousel of uh, of representatives literally waiting at their phones, and, and I, I kid you not, that when a lead came in, it populated and went through this carousel, and it dumped a lead to the next person in line, and that person literally, you know, would read the data on on the form fill, and be on the phone with that person 
there were times where I would get a call from the client and they would say, yeah, you know, that, you know, that call that just came or that, that form that, that form field that just came in, um, you know, we contacted them in 30 seconds and it was a wrong number. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> the first time it happened is like, you reached back out to them in, in how long? And he said, oh yeah. He said, we have 137 reps waiting for, you know, for the, for the radio commercials to run and for the, you know, for the forms to get filled. And, you know, and when they go through and they cycle, they, they contact them immediately. And our success rate on this is, you know, is like, we reach like 95% of people. I was flabbergasted. I was blown away. I, I was just, I was like, how long did it take you guys to figure this out and put it together? And this was, gosh, this was back in 2008. So nine years ago. And they had this system. It took them about six years to figure out how to do all this. Um, and they started not with online, but with calls coming into a call center that were then feeding these calls back to their reps. So they already had the manpower of the reps, but what they what they didn't have was at the outset was the form fill. The form fill system turned out to be um, a huge a huge benefit to them, but also um, it turned out to be a technical nightmare to start with because they didn't understand or they they didn't have it correctly set up, um, and they lost a lot of leads early on in their process. And actually it was probably a year or two before they, they found higher power marketing. Um, by the time they came to us, they were, they were really well uh, figured out and their systems were set up so that they had this thing figured out. And I mean, they've, they've been a client of ours for years and, and they continue to be sex, successful with a very complicated uh, lead processing and nurturing system, but one that, uh, that is, um, and the key word there I think is system. So it's completely uh, repetitive and it's and it's duplicative and and they're able to to repeat it um, regardless of the scale. So you know all they need to do is add a rep and it's you know it's it's more calls or more inbound leads that they're able to process and people they're able to call. So that's an example of uh, of a company that that totally gets the understanding of how to integrate uh, the inbound form fill with reaching out to uh, with reaching out to the to prospects. Sean, what's sure, your it's marrying that online world and the offline world together exactly. in a beautiful way. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and it's 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 almost kind of like a ballet the way they make it work. Give us an example of someone that uh, that we're working with that has a different story. Uh, well, you know, recently we've had uh, folks come to us who are online guys and, and a, a very big organization at that um, ace themselves. Um, their primary business is pushing people online, and they are in the auto finance world. Um, when they came to us, we initially launched radio and had some some great results. Um, but they've got a great leadership team over there, and they knew that they they had a good gut feeling that they should be able to pull more out of it, you know. Um, and that's when we introduced adding that phone number. You know, they were hesitant uh, in the beginning because 
it's hard to teach old dogs new tricks. Same reason why we used to bring in consultants for our businesses, because we always wanted a fresh set of eyes. Um, but once we got the thumb up, uh, the thumbs up, excuse me, um, we were able to see the opportunity for, for folks and in their space where they're asking for information that can be very um, sensitive. Their concern was, hey, folks might not want to give that over the phone. They, they might be more comfortable in doing that online. Um, but again, it came down to that humans compelling humans. So in launching that toll-free number inside that advertisement and opening up the opportunity, um, thanks to some folks that we know in the call center world that were able to give us a beta environment to, to test out the theory, um, we're able to see great results right now. And to, to really take an organization that's very, very big online right now and open up their world and open their eyes to the ability to not only just, it's not about just the call center world. It's about the marriage of the two online. How do they complement each other? The online world and the offline world, both in advertising and the intake of a consumer or a lead. So it's been exciting for them because now they're looking at the opportunity where they've reached 90, 95% of their consumer base online. And they've also, their consumer experience has been not only the first touch, but the entire consumer experience for the most part has been an online interaction. So in getting over that fear of the unknown and the opportunity to kind of what they viewed as a risk, but really just taking a step into the unknown has been something where they've seen great results and they're planning on bumping up ad budgets and they're excited about forecasts for, you know, this last quarter and, and the next year to come. Um, because it's opened up a whole new revenue stream for them or something that they really thought that they'd be limited uh, and even advertising offline, let alone taking the consumer interaction offline as well. So, you know, we've all seen that guys. And that's huge because it's something where it takes, you know what? I think there's, there's an element of fear of success tied in with the fear of failure. And what we've shown them is there really isn't anything to fear when you have good stewards of business. So I think, you know, when I take a look at and I think about the, you know, the five epic truths, you know, one of the epic truths has got to be, um, you know, the preparedness of doing the whole process um, and having a good steward of business is one of the things that can result in uh, just huge gains, no matter no matter which path you take. We are um, we are out of time. I think that's the fastest hour that I have spent in business rules. I feel like we were just getting started. I know. So many thanks to my guest Sean Mahoney, my brother, my general manager. Um, just, uh, gosh, I, I, I'm my partner and, uh, and for all of his input and joy and experience that he brings to, uh, to everything that we do, uh, whether it's internal or external. And, uh, we'll see you next week on business rules with Peter Feinstein. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.